CFUV 101.9 FM is a campus and community radio station located on the Songhees and Wasanic Territory in Victoria, British Columbia. CFUV provides access to broadcast training and equipment. Visit our website cfuv.ca to find out how you can get involved and add your voice to Victoria's airwaves. CFUV is always accepting submissions from nonprofit organizations for our public service announcement reel. Visit our website to see our PSA submission guidelines at cfuv.ca. guys, this is Liza Tell White People, and on today's show, we're going to kind of go into a little rant I've had in the past few weeks in my existential crises, as well as play some new music, um, and I hope you enjoy. So, in the midst of setting one of the episodes up for this show, I started to have an existential crisis, as one does. The scary question gnawing at the back of my head was, is there a point in doing this show? I mean, the show's guiding force is to be an anti-racist broadcast. However, does that even matter if no one wants to talk about the topic? Now at this point, you might think, I'm a bit of a psycho. Because now more than ever, we can't get away from the topic of race. In our news and media climate, that's the one thing that everyone has their two cents to share about. And clearly the reason is because audiences want to hear about it. Well, due to some recent events in my own personal life and a good old stroll down memory lane, the answer to my existential question has become much more complex than it may seem to be. So. To start off, I just want to give a disclaimer that any story and the people I discuss um, about in this episode are all lived experiences and interactions I've personally had. Therefore, the conclusions and arguments I come to, um, to a certain extent, will be my will have my own bias attached to them. However, I do believe that the general theme of this question does allow for my personal experiences to help play a role in answering this question with a unique perspective, which could possibly be informative, but essentially this is just some food for thought. You don't have to agree with me. This episode is just me talking to you about a journey of how my brain, even as a woman of color, perceives the engagement on the topic of race nowadays. With that being said, let's get into today's, I guess, topic. So, 
As I just mentioned, the existential crisis of the week for me was what's the point of an anti-racist show? If in my experience, even people in my own life don't enjoy talking about race. This idea, I think, has cultivated throughout my childhood for a long time. I mean, I grew up in a community that was predominantly made of people, made from people of color. Now, I think the easy assumption to make would be that growing up in an environment such as that would be very self-fulfilling for a young girl of color. And to some extent, yes, I realize now living in Victoria as someone who is always the minority, whether in a educational setting or a social one, that growing up in a place where everyone shared the same culture and for the most part the same appearance as me was an immense privilege, even in the little ways. I mean, I never dealt with the pe- with people pronouncing my name wrong, and in general, was able to represent my own culture with pride. However, with anything in life, even the positive things can have flaws, and my community was no exception. The biggest flaw that affected me personally was, dun dun dun, <laughs> colorism. I mean, I am much dar- a much darker complexion than most of my Punjabi, you know, community. And in our culture, much like many other Asian and even, if we're being honest, Western cultures, have always made that a negative attribute. Um, I got picked on a lot growing up, mainly comments such as the fact that I was a black got thrown out a lot by my classmates. And by the time I hit high school, the microaggressions got much more sophisticated. I gotta hand it to them. I definitely had the unoriginal, hey, you're so black, thrown around. But some of these kids with the few brain cells they were able to use on a good day started to refer to me only with the use of the n-word. Now, I, for most of my time in school, got used to it, and from a young age accepted that my classmates and my community were never going to have my back. It was this weird dichotomy of in the large scheme of things, when we needed to be a collective, mainly against white people, let's keep it real, I was a part of the team. But since we were in the confines of our own social bubble, where we didn't have to deal with a lot of communities that could be viewed as the enemy, my peers made it clear I was definitely not a part of the team then. Now, what does this have to do with if people care about race? The thing is, the name calling I was subjected to because of the color of my skin was one thing. Um, you know, it was usually the boys who would express these thoughts. But I knew deep down that the that the girls probably felt the same way. But I, after around grade three, became quite desensitized to it. The thing, I think the thing in the long run that really stung was the fact as my classmates and I got older, no one ever stood up and called out the people who would use these racially derogatory terms ever. My peers, many of which, you know, were, who were my friends, and I use that term very generously at this point, would constantly turn their heads the other way, and some would even make jokes about the color of my skin by the time I reached my senior year, because they assumed my lack of engaging with the taunts meant that the comments did not bother me, so it became open season for them to make light of a situation that just straight up did they didn't have a right to. Anyway, what I'm trying to get at is that these same peers who were bystanders, for a lack of a better term, 
however, when quarantine hit, they made everyone else in our, and everyone else in our generation, made social media activism a, a huge viral trend. I spent my whole quarantine watching the same people who constantly witnessed racially targeted microaggressions and did nothing about them, try and show the world that they were for the causes such as BLM, because obviously that was a movement that clearly only started when they became aware about it in 2021. So you can imagine when I went back to school, how holier than thou these frogs, yes I'm going to refer to them as frogs, felt about themselves. Well, skipping to the last half of my grade 12 year, I got the privilege to be a part of an interesting class discussion. It was my English class and we were reading a short story regarding the apartheid in Africa. One thing led to another and one of my classmates made the comment that they believed our generation had done all the work necessary to be essentially anti-racist. The theme was definitely naive and a little too tone deaf for my liking, and in true caveman fashion as I'd been conducting myself that whole year, I decided to voice my disagreements with the argument. To set the tone for the listeners, this definitely was my very small version of a revolutionary poem. In all honesty, the argument was definitely more of a rant, such as what you're hearing right now, um, you know, than poetry, but hey, it's as close as I'm probably ever going to get. Anyways, I looked around the room seeing a lot of those bystanders, um, and you know, my that were my classmates, and I guess my friends in, in the classroom. And lucky for me, almost all the guys who had ever made comments about my skin color, I had the joy of encountering, you know, and lucky for me, almost all the guys that had ever made comments about my skin color um, were in that class as well. I should have dedicated the speech to them, truly a missed opportunity on my part. But anyways, I got to look them all, all of them, and explain how just because we were getting better at recognizing, condemning, and explicit racism in terms of a white person. But anyways, I had to look at all of them and explain just because we were getting better at recognizing and condemning explicit racism in terms of a white person yelling a racial slur at a black person, that just allowed for uh, the ability of implicit racism to fly right through all the social justice warriors' radars. I mean, trust saying i mean just saying the n-word to an indian girl doesn't make you less racist um rather than if you say it to a black person at the end of the day whatever form of racism it may be just because it isn't done in a black and white way we tend to categorize it in um doesn't make it any less racially insensitive or racist for example in my case saying the n-word to me or that i'm black um was a way to insinuate it was a bad thing uh which isn't probably what someone would classify as being not racist because even colorism is rooted on the idea that dark skin is ugly and light skin is pretty i know it's uncomfortable to hear it um but i'm gonna be honest i'm really exhausted as a person of darker complexion 
trying to sugarate the colorist and racist ideals that we have we as like dark-skinned people have to allow the rest of you to walk around with so after my version of spoken word poetry a boy we're gonna call waffles he really dropped the mic with probably the number 10 spot on the top 10 ignorant things i witnessed in 2021 by saying that he thinks we talk about race too much and it would probably become less of an issue if we stopped paying so much attention to the topic well waffles really left me speechless for a good 30 seconds and then I was filled with insane amount of rage. And to be honest, I don't remember what I said after, but I kind of blacked out in a blinding rage. Anyways, I hope you and I hope you enjoyed that little story, but the reason I bring it up is because the class discussion with Waffles was what I remembered this prior week while pondering the point of amplifying the anti-racist discussion. So specifically, I found myself looking back at the moment and wondering why was his point making me so angry. I mean, anyone who knew Waffles would know he didn't have a leg to stand on. He was a walking, talking microaggression. His favorite insult always had something to do with race. And just to be clear, he himself was a person of color. So you can't use the cop out that, hey, he was probably white. You know, he didn't even realize what he was saying was racially insensitive. Nope. You can't do that with waffles. Homeboy was well aware of what his comments were insinuating and proceeded for the five years I knew him to make them. But again, I wonder, why did it even matter? I knew he was obviously going to feel that way about race because he himself had a history of being a racist and racially insensitive. Well, looking at it closely, I realized his comment got to me because I knew that throughout my life over 90% of the people I ever met felt the same way and unlike waffles they weren't racist and they weren't microaggressors I mean they were average everyday people who weren't bad looking back they definitely had color prejudice but they weren't like the people such as waffles but they themselves did not enjoy having having to talk about such intense subjects as race. Most of the people enjoy living in blissful ignorance than having to face the flaws of the people around them or themselves. I wanted to share actual empirical data on this phenomenon, however, I was having trouble finding any studies about racial ignorance pertaining to my younger generation um, at all, and then the ones I did find were mainly focusing on white communities, which, to be transparent with you, I think is necessary, but also again, as I like to emphasize, not the only people who can be racially insensitive to marginalized communities. Again, when I say this, I'm referring to the fact that individuals of color can show racial insensitivity or prejudice to other communities of color. And I think when contemplating whether people even want to talk about race, the people I'm referring to are younger kids of my generation that include kids of color. That's why I said in the beginning, the answer to my existential crisis is so complex because the people I'm questioning their willingness to engage are audiences that I'm literally trying to create a platform for, essentially, with an anti-racist broadcast. Um, 
or they you know or or so people who literally identify as as from these racially targeted communities or identify as allies to them apart from a part of the frustration is with this idea that the world has created that my generation can do no wrong when it comes to social activism and therefore they must be the most engaged with these conversations but the thing is that's not always true i mean literally from the conversation and the stories i've told you about my childhood i know firsthand and i continue to find when i interact with certain people that again it is not true i think we've created this false um facade that we're all just these social justice warriors because so many of the people my age love to post stories on instagram that doesn't necessarily mean that they care to have those hard uncomfortable discussions when it matters nor does it mean that they won't still be bystanders in the face of um microaggressions taking place you know real racial aggressions taking place um one instagram post does not dictate whether or not their people are going to be engaged with the conversation such as racism so that's why i think i've been so torn and conflicted about this convert this kind of discussion um but a part of me feels like i've always kind of been torn with it because what i'm trying to get at when i innately ask this question to myself is the fact of like can i expect white communities because let's keep it real a lot of the time these anti-racist programs movements you know instagram (laughs) pages they tend to be targeted towards white communities because for so long that has always been it's always been a us versus them situation when it comes to communities of color um and white communities which i think there's good reason for that and that should there it's important for that to happen however my cons my moral confliction is with the fact that how can i say or how can i expect communi- communities that i think my broadcast should be listened to by i guess you can yeah i guess you can say that um so an example would be white communities how can i expect white people to care about what i'm saying or take it into consideration or even want to listen if i innately know that so many people that i have in my life now and that have been in my life in the past never wanted to have these conversations and they were all people of color so it's hard to say but i always that you know lies i tell white people i you know i think innately most people of color tell white people if they realize it or not is that you know people of color 
are fed up. People of color are upset with the fact that racism is occurring. People of color, people of color, we like to group us, our communities up and speak for them. The issue is I ha- I feel like when I say, you know, you should care about not being about being anti-racist because this affects so many people of color. I grew up with them. This is unfair to them. When that's a lie because most of the people I grew up with would rather, you know, be on TikTok than listen to anything informative about racial prejudice or microaggressions or anything involving that nor were they ever people who wanted to stand up for someone being microaggressed so it becomes this moral confliction of can I confidently take the stance for my community as a person of color when I have literally had so many interactions with those community members and all of them result in them just not wanting to talk about it and not wanting to pay it any mind. And if, how can I set these expectations for white people to care when I know my own community doesn't care? And it's not, and again, when I say my own community, it's not like everyone. At the end of the day, when you you probably do look at the stats, I, I'm sorry, like, you're not going to be able to use this as evidence as to why you shouldn't care about racism. Like, most people of color, yes, do care, but there's always people that don't. And I, I, I think when we become too binary about, like, who should care about a movement for sure and, you know, who we assume doesn't, and in race's case, it's usually the point of like you know people of color obviously care and are engaged in these discussions and white people are the ones who need to be more engaged um to a certain extent that's true but then you also have to keep in mind there's nuances to that because there's people of color who don't care there's younger generations there's allies that we like to you know pin them or label them as who don't honestly care the most they care is to post post something on their social media and then call it a day so yeah are is there a point to all these movements that we have and yeah innately i know there is i know it helps it's informative people get perspective from from you know communities that they may not be a part of and that's you know all you can really ask for but it's just something that i was definitely frustrated with and i think we don't really bring up in the anti-racism movement in the sense of like because when you bring up the fact that there might be some wishy-washiness on the side of people who should actually care about the movement that um that can take away the credibility of the movement as a whole and i don't think the two two need to be a pair i think you can acknowledge flaws in your movement and acknowledge maybe a lack of engagement like I'm kind of trying to discuss with certain social movements and that and that not necessarily bring the movement at hand down a couple notches you know because at the end of the day these discussions and at the anti-racism movement at, at the end of the day is necessary and needs to happen a lot of people need to you know get on this train of understanding it and trying to be less racially insensitive and honestly racially ignorant but 
you can everyone can always better themselves on both sides and i think that's why i personally wanted to talk about it um again this is more of just a personal opinion this is definitely more of a personal opinion um this isn't i'm not you know i don't have the credentials to give you any empirical evidence on it this is just something i've always thought about and kind of um been in conflict with and then also just in my past experiences and just you know these past few weeks um it's something that i've been kind of dredging on a lot so i think it was worth sharing um you may gain some perspective from it you may not that is totally fine um but at the end of the day it's just all about starting conversations for me and if someone listens to this and you know thinks about it for a little bit longer um that's always that's always a win in my books uh but i hope you enjoyed this conversation this is this is kind of gonna be the the end of the discussion for today um we're gonna be playing some really sick music i hope you enjoy it uh disclaimer beforehand the music may have um profanity or use of the n-word in it uh listeners discretion may be advised hope you guys enjoy well guys that was Liza Tell White People. Hope you enjoyed this week's show. Um, and see you next week. Hey guys, as we take a short break, I just wanted to share some local events that will be happening in the few months here in Victoria. So, uh, for any of you 2000s babies like myself, and hey, even if you're not, um, I'm sure you all jammed out to complicated by avril lavigne well uh lucky for you avril is coming to victoria on may 25th um at the save on foods memorial center uh so be sure to get your tickets and enjoy the show i stick around when i was going through some shit All you had to do was call I guess you couldn't handle it Don't tell me you didn't know what I was going through I know you saw my post
The Garden of Eden is Victoria's first adult store, opening in 1973. They have everything for your next theme party, performance, and pride events, including costumes, contact lenses, wigs, masks, pleasure products, and more. Find them at 1483 Douglas Street. And online at gardenofeden.ca. Hey guys, as we take a break, I just want to inform you about an event happening this summer in Victoria. So on August 31st in Victoria, BC, the Vancouver Island Blue Bash will be held. This festival will feature blues and R&B artists. So if that's something you enjoy, be sure to check it out. Welcome back. We're about to play a song called "American Horror Stories" by Earth Gang. From their album Ghetto Gods. Hope you enjoy. Talk to me now. Speak loud and clear. Talk to me now. Speak loud and clear. Ten, say. Talk to me now. Speak loud and clear. Where would I be if I was not here? American. Hard 
Once upon a time across the far and wide, blue abyss, the first people known to earth thrived. Then one day a ship docked with evil intentions that would change the course of the world and shape our lives. Stuck over here like 400 years, stayed iced out through the pain in my tears. Ice in my veins, ice in my ears, bitch give me brain, I cannot deal. Kids on the blast, they getting killed. When will it start? When will it end? I mean for real, real, real. Really for real, real, real. Granddaddy's granddaddy was poor. First nigga in my family with dough. Oh, oh. Raise everybody up on the floor, oh, oh. Flipping the generation, no curse, coco. Niggas can't fuck with me, bitches can't fuck with me. What about the police coming my crib and shoot me up? Life hard enough, just think about rent, cut about my freedom, all the money I spent, yeah. Ain't that some shit, yeah. I mean, for real, all this money we got and we still can't have flint, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I still pull up the linens and floss on the dish, yeah. But I hate seeing my niggas get shot up, that shit don't make sense, yeah, yeah. Goddamn, I could help you if you stop tripping so much Baby girl, I can't save you, but I can sure lift you up Left cheek, right cheek, woo Make them clap and come together like so icy, woo Still a little ratchet, still a little bougie, still a little dicey, woo Cause in the Navy, pops in the Army, still I take my knee, woo Waiting for somebody in the White House to save but shit ain't like me Talk to me, don't speak loud and clear Where would I be if I was not here? American, awesome There goes the neighborhood. Wow, that's crazy. People really used to say that. That's funny, cause now now they coming back to take the hood. Hmm. Funny how things change. Meanwhile, I'm just trying to get my finances up so I can buy my whole damn lot. Been bumping Nipsey a whole damn lot, trying to make shit shake. The yes, the yes, the yes, don't fake like you know what it's about. Seat at the table, sounds so amazing, I'd rather bring you to my cookout. Centralella tiki torches, talking niggas joining forces, linking up the resources. Brother shining, sister gorgeous, show the kids how we did it. Better books, better courses. Teachers gotta make a living, to score is more important. How the system get rewarded? All of my niggas with heavy pockets, don't be acting snobby cause you already got it Some of y'all niggas so woke it's ironic, you really be ignorant cause of your knowledge Look down on your brother cause you went to college or you got the perfect collection of rocks and stones and gems to soak up the moon Say you open-minded, know it ain't true, and I don't like preaching, it ain't what I do I usually observe and just start making moves, but what you heard, the option we choose The whole we got and build something new, America where it's nightmare come true Pray over this verse, hope it break through, pour up the liquor and mix the juice And crank this up at your barbecue Talk to me now, speak loud and clear where would I be if I was not here? American Hustler Hustler Talk to me now, speak loud and clear Where would I fly if I was not here? American Hustler Hustler Set, set, set me free Set me free Hustler Set
existence no longer serves me But I thought it was thirty. I don't want this one bedroom with no room for a bed and a neighbor like Shirley Ooh, damn, I'm approaching thirty. Ooh, not for five years, I'm early Ooh, said the older you get, the easier it gets I beg to differ A3 driving up to ten He on the orcs, I was trying to pen 28 degrees, better hop in It's wild out there, but the beast in my head Dad trying to call, put it on reject I don't want to talk about the keys and the feds I don't want to walk in or breathe in the ends I don't want to chalk around bury these heads I don't get furlough, I don't get benefits You're drinking my low, just for the hell of it I parked the whip at the back of my therapist Just in case I I heard coke was a drug not to reckon with First expensive, then come to reckoning Didn't listen to my inner child, bad parenting Now I got the social knocking on my genesis I, I, I got that champagne life on a lemonade budget Car, I'm far from it. Pagan ticket on my front bonnet. Congestion charge 60, I'm on it. Deep heart certainly don't mean deep pockets. I can't heat where I sleep, and that's honest. Pillow talk, talking to God is my solace. Bear man chat and they go, they go. Promise. I was in the A3, driving up to 10. Heat on the orcs, I was trying to pen. 28 degrees, better hop in. It's wild out there, but the beast in my head. Dad trying to call, put it on reject. I don't want to talk about the keys and the feds. I don't want to walk in or breathe in the ends. I don't want to chalk around buried I don't get furlough, I don't get benefit. You're drinking my low just for the hell of it I popped the whip at the back of my therapist just in case I I heard coke was a drug not to reckon with First expensive, then come to reckoning Didn't listen to my inner child, bad parenting Now I got the social knocking on my genesis Pour créer un message plein d'amour et d'espoir. 
Je pense qu'elle est importante parce qu'encore aujourd'hui, l'histoire continue de s'écrire. Des moments de grande violence, de fermeture d'esprit entre humains, alors que d'après moi, on avance seulement à partir du moment où on s'unit, qu'on apprécie, qu'on respecte la richesse de notre pluralité et qu'on est plus fort ensemble en fait. by the EDM duo Synopsin, featuring Dominique Fils Aim. Before that was the track Genesis by UK artist Dea from her album Exit the Dance. And before that was the track American Horror Story by the rap duo Earth Gang from their new album Ghetto Gods. Speaking of new music, next track I'm about to play is off of Denzel Curry's new album, and it's called John Wayne. Hope you enjoy. Hello and Sat Sri Akal. I'm Jagir Virk. I'm Praminder Virk. Every Sunday morning from 9 to 10, we host Taste of Punjab radio program on CFUV 101.9 FM. We play variety of Punjabi songs, talk about community events and invite community members so don't forget to listen taste of punjab at cfuv.ca like what you're hearing you can text cfuv anytime and let us know what you think of our playlists podcasts and hot takes we love to hear from our listeners call or text at 250-8721-8700 that's 250-721-8700 to reach CFUV 101.9 FM.
I'm John Wayne, nine on my hip, I'ma let that bitch bang. I'ma give them what they gave us on the first grade, no remorse, I'ma get them boy pain. We same, same, walk around the hood like I'm John Wayne, nine on my hip, I'ma let that bitch bang. I'ma give them what they gave us on the first grade. No remorse, I'ma give them boys pain. We sang, sang. The world is darker than the integration of a Brooklyn Dodger. All I need is me, myself, and I, and also my revolver. Crackers out here shooting joggers, trouble making fire starters. Still get paid to solve our problems. Him or me, I guess I pop him. Way before he shoot, I shot him. Plotting from the get and got him. 911 emergency will murder me the day I call him. Now they got me living lawless, being a Furthest thing from flawless thing ain't fuck with niggas since the greatest of the grandfathers bought them. So much pain I've endured, now I'm painless. I got the juice, my only friend is my stainless. My little weapon gave me power when I aimed it. This for my niggas in the struggle, let us sing, sing. Walk around the hood like I'm John Wayne, nine on my hip, I'ma let that bitch bang. I'ma give them what they gave us on the first grade. No remorse, I'ma get them boy pain. We sang, sang, walk around the hood like I'm John Wayne. Now I know my hip, I'ma let that big pain. I'ma give them what they gave us on the first grade. No remorse, I'ma get them boy pain. We sang, sang.
squad. Wax on rip off. Cats gon' dip off. Dogs gon' die young. Love gon' get lost. Cutthroat slit jaws. The world's on fire. The earth gon' burn. The young gon' find out. The young gon' find out. I just hit the road and I ain't going back. Making rain, and they gon' struggle with their tenant. And they gon' run to taking best they lost, and they be better off just sailing west. Nah, I put the soil stain flaming red. And grass cover it, buildings cover it. Got these matches out in US cities, probably man's under it, niggas under it. Feel me, fuck it, this a war zone. Coded with law and order, silence and wars, it's all in order. Traveled the path with a water border. Know that the bath been the water courses. Train from the past, we was not important. And we ain't need average, you gravel porridge. Now we know that that cash is chaotic orbit. And we never seen Atlanta, but we traveled the Atlantic. All my ancestors vanished all aboard this it's Titanic. I just hope they didn't panic. Where did I come from? I just know they didn't panic. Where did we come I just know they didn't. Money costs more than most things. Ain't too far from rope strings. Explosive gold rings, dope fiends. Can't keep track of my proceeds. Money's no more than commas. Keeping us all on collars. Why some white turn robbers? That's probably why man's want problems. Money costs more than most things. Ain't too far from rope strings. Explosive gold rings, dope fiends. Can't keep track of my proceeds. Money's no more than dollars. No black lovable scholars. All of our girls need mamas. All of our girls need fathers. But we traveled the Atlantic on my ancestors. All aboard Titanic, I just hope they didn't. Where did I come from? I just know they didn't panic. Where do we come from? I just hope they didn't panic. Welcome back. You just heard Atlantic by Canadian rapper Havea Mighty from her album Stock Exchange. Before that was the single Fortified by Terrell Morris. And before that was a new track off of Denzel Curry's new album Melt My Eyes, See Your Future called John Wayne featuring Buzzy Lee. Now let's keep the songs rolling with some more tracks off of Denzel's new album after the break. Enjoy! 
nigga be elastic. So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK. Rock a mask for the whole day. We ain't trying to get sick, so we walk around with no fist. The USA is a cold piss. Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist. And they nigga be elastic. Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA. And they nigga be elastic. So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK. Rock a mask for the whole day. We ain't trying to get sick, so we walk around with no fist. The USA is a cold piss. Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist. And they nigga be elastic. Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA. I've been smoking chronic on my Panasonic, watching people dying, got me being honest with my savior, keep that sinners away from me, yeah. Shit is hard to stomach, I can't even vomit, pull up gin and tonic, just to calm my conscience, wondering on every second I wanna leave, yeah. Forced to be mellow, see my common fellow, told them keep a distance, can't even say hello, instruct me harder than a bow and arrow, time is getting worse for people in the ghetto, too many homeless, people laying down too many roses, Losing love ones that be the closest People run up with guns fully loaded They might blow it And they nigga be elastic So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK Rock a mask for the whole day We ain't tryna get sick so we walk around with no fist The USA is a cold piss Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist And they nigga be elastic Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA And they nigga be elastic So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK Rock a mask for the whole day We ain't tryna get sick so we walk around with no fist The USA is a cold piss Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist And they nigga be elastic Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA the net now i'm constantly reading you say the wrong thing you get cancer for tweeting looking for answers that's what i've been seeking the ones with influence don't ever be teaching industry colorists they need to cut the shit can't fuck with government what can i say Got me some other shit can't fall in love with it i say your prayer to not be the prey hoes with the drama od then they turn around and throw their trauma on me these are only reasons why i stay low-key and i knew this world was shitty when we lost kobe young man black man i'm a negro world had to heal now the world need growth cops killing Blacks when the whites do the most See your so-called revolution ain't nothing but a post, period And they nigga be elastic So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK Rock a mask for the whole day We ain't tryna get sick so we walk around with no fist The USA is a cold place Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist And they nigga be elastic Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA And they nigga be elastic So much trouble on the streets that we need to buy a AK Rock a mask for the whole day We ain't tryna get sick so we walk around with no is a cold piss. Go world, go world, we don't even got a no fist. And then they could be elastic. Drinking, I've been drinking on the AA. Snare, little lies, big truths, do you? They don't care. Do you? They don't care. 
they don't care, get your answer the box and build up from there. I don't have a gang with me, but I still walk with a gangster lean. I rock Nikes cause we think they're clean. MJ leather jacket beat it, Billy Jean. MJ leather jacket cause I think I'm bad. That's cool, I like it. The growth, the lie, the pain, the fight. We love, we fight, we hurt, we cry. He paid the price, you'll be alright. Chanel bags and purses And I got some mashed up vans That I won't throw away Cause I'm needy and hurting I keep it in cause I can, can I seen the drinks and the cans, cans I think it's in my genetics So the gin and the juice that I drink I'm indebted So if I fall off it's expected Wow, gather your thoughts and collect them now Penny for my thoughts, make a fortune Bow, how'd you keep rapping off beat bro, how? Talking about you getting on the tracks this when Everybody's here, we don't need more friends Just do you, you ain't got to pretend Just do you, you ain't got to pretend He was doing school while they were doing ends Now he's doing money and that man are doing pen You know about six or five of the men You know about half of the men follow trends He said to me, they put guns in the streets That's what they wanted for me And I said, gee, someone can fix you a plate But no one can force you to eat Like when will he see himself as a king And not just a pawn in these streets And when will we come together as a tribe And be what intended to be I just wanna be free Yeah Before that was a track called Last by Denzel Curry from his album Melt My Eyes, See Your Future. And these were the final tracks for today's show. And as always, this is Lies I Tell White People, and I hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week. We ain't gotta lie, we ain't gotta lie, we ain't gotta lie.